This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Eliza Harvey. It's Wednesday the 19th of January. In your Squiz today, a code brown for Victoria's hospitals. Nine-year-old Charlize Mutton is still missing. A statement from Tonga. And a case of the googly eyes. This is your Squiz today. Starting in Victoria this morning, Eliza, where a code brown has been called across the state's hospitals. A code brown essentially means that hospitals can call their workers back from leave to deal with severe staff shortages. It's usually put in place for short but severe crises like bushfires or train crashes. But this time... It's Omicron. And officials say the wave of Omicron infections has probably peaked, but those high case numbers mean record hospital admissions with more due in the coming weeks. And they've predicted that 2,500 people will be in hospital during the worst of the crisis. But it's not just a Victorian issue, of course. The surge in Omicron cases is weighing on nearly every state and territory's health system. Yeah, for their part, the federal government has activated the private hospitals agreement that will see 57,000 nurses and other staff from private hospitals made available to public hospitals to try and ease some of that pressure. As with any conversation about COVID, the availability of tests is still an issue, especially those elusive rats. Yeah, the rats are still hard to get. They are starting to arrive. Millions more will be here next week, we're told, and into February, but they're not on shelves just yet. And it seems many are going into chemists to ask for tests. And in response, the Pharmacy Guild is launching its own website from next week because it says social media and other websites were confusing people and causing more harm than good. Yes, so that should help you find a rat-stocked chemist if you need one. They're hoping it'll be one source of truth with up-to-date stock levels, so no more driving around or watching social media for updates. They're expecting to launch that website next week. One thing to note before we go, authorities are urging people to get their booster shots ASAP. Around 70,000 appointments weren't filled last week. Before we move on from COVID news, a new study from ANZ and Roy Morgan is showing that consumer confidence is at its lowest January in 30 years. Now, consumer confidence is an economic indicator that measures how confident people are about the overall state of the economy, how likely they are to get out and spend. And Eliza, Omicron has got people feeling pretty down. It really has. And you could feel that over the break in the shops. I went to one large shopping mall here in Sydney that was virtually empty. Uh, But that research says that data shows sentiment is at the same levels now as it was in 1992 during the recession. And that was a time of high unemployment. And ANZ says spending has slipped 27% from the pre-Christmas rush to mid-Jan. And it's not just Omicron specifically that's got us down in the dumps. It's all the problems flowing on from that like supply chain Mm. issues that are actually stopping things from getting into the shops in the first place. It is always a good indicator to watch, as you say, just shows how much the uncertainty as well as supply chain issues are having an impact on Australians. On to an update now on the missing nine-year-old Charlize Mutton. She's been missing in the Blue Mountains region of New South Wales now for five days. Homicide detectives are involved in the search, but it's pretty tough conditions right now. Yeah, so she was last seen on Thursday afternoon. That's a very long time for her to be missing. And it's tough terrain in the Blue Mountains. Yesterday's search was actually hampered by poor weather and reduced crew numbers because of COVID. Now, criminologist Xanthi Mallet 
Hart says there's every hope that she'll be found alive, but those chances fall every day. Charlize's mother was hospitalised late last week. Police say she may provide a critical piece of the puzzle. They haven't yet said whether they've been able to interview her or not. Investigators have said that some accounts over Charlize's disappearance have been conflicting, but there's still not a lot of detail known about the overall investigation. In international news, and the Tongan government has released its first statement since Saturday's incredibly massive volcano eruption and tsunami. They're calling it an unprecedented disaster. And in a situation where communication has been particularly tough, they've been able to confirm some details of what's happening on the ground. Yeah, so the government says it's a very serious situation there in Tonga. And what those reports say is that three people have died. That's two locals and a British woman who was swept away in in a tsunami wave and dozens of homes on the main island of Tongatapu were damaged. It also says that evacuations from the low-lying islands are underway with many, if not all, homes destroyed by tsunami waves. The first pictures of Tonga in the aftermath of Saturday's massive volcano have been released. They're really astounding to see. It looks like everything has been taken in black and white with thick ash Mm. absolutely covering everything. There are big concerns about air pollution and contamination of food and water. More to come on this one. Over to the UK now, and the pressure on Prime Minister Boris Johnson continues to mount over his attendance at a work and or drinks party that took place while the country was in lockdown. Dominic Cummings, a former close advisor to Johnson, has come out with quite a bit to say. Yes, that might be the biggest understatement of the day. He's used his blog (laughs) to take a big swipe at Johnson's account of the parties in May 2020, and really at his character in general. Cummings was working at number 10 at the time of the party in May 2020, after the pair joined forces on the pro-Brexit campaign. And yesterday, Cummings wrote about Johnson, quotes, he knew he was at a drinks party because he was told it was a drinks party and it actually was a drinks party. So there's the trifecta there from Cummings. <laughs> You'll remember that Johnson said it was his implicit belief that it was a work event. And basically, Cummings has said, yeah, Nah. (laughs) No, you knew that's what he's saying. Overnight, Johnson has categorically denied that he was warned it was a drinks party. There is an inquiry going on into these lockdown get-togethers and whether COVID rules were broken. More to come. A quick update on sport. Lots of great tennis being played already at the Australian Open, but Sam Stozer making it through to the second round at what will be her last ever Australian Open is topping our list of great moments so far. She's been playing professional tennis for 20-odd years, and it's an incredible Mm. feat, really, when you look at how demanding elite sport is on the body. But yesterday she beat American Robin Anderson in three sets, and Stozer said knowing that she could be playing her last singles match made things easier and I can understand that. <laughs> She'll now play Russian 10th seed Anastasia Pavlichenkova in the second round tomorrow, but she'll be a winner whatever happens. Yeah, we'll be cheering her on, that's for sure. As always, if you're wanting a bit more sports in your diet, check out the Sport Today podcast. It's a 10-minute wrap of the latest sports news out each weekday at 6.30 a.m. We can't wrap up the news without touching on the mysterious case of googly eyes that is rocking Adelaide right now. Eliza, what's going on? 
All right, so they've most recently appeared on a statue of city planner Colonel William Light. He was the first surveyor general there in uh, South Australia. We're talking here about the big black and white <laughs> eyes that you usually use for kids' craft. Um, people are having a bit of fun during the long summer break in Adelaide. Yeah, they've popped up on the Colonel, KFC Colonel, on Dan Murphy's signs and now on this statue. It's pretty impressive to get up there. It's quite a high statue. Adelaide's Lord Mayor, while saying they don't condone graffiti, says they're certainly going to keep an eye on things. So I appreciate that pun <laughs> from her. I'll pop a link to this one in your episode notes. It's, uh, it's good for a chuckle. Squeeze the day, Eliza. What are you keeping an eye on today? So the Australian Open is going to celebrate the inaugural First Nations Day. Wiradjuri woman and seven-time Grand Slam champion Yvonne Goolagong-Cawley will be introducing Indigenous culture to tennis fans and to the world, which is fantastic. And Indigenous artist Baker Boy is going to be doing a special performance on Rod Laver Arena prior to the evening session tonight. Yeah, nice one. And awesome that Ash Barty is playing her second round match today at 12.15pm. For me, it's Dolly Parton's 76th birthday today, so happy birthday. Does she even age? She doesn't no, look she like doesn't. it. No, she doesn't. And may she live forever. Let's, <laughs> let's not count. Let, actually, let's not count years. Let's just say it's her birthday today. <laughs> if you are needing a good podcast rec, Dolly Parton's America is such a good one to listen to. I'll make sure to pop that one in your episode notes. That's all for us today. It's good to be back on deck. I was off sick last week with the Rona, like so many others are right now. Mm. So big thanks to you and Claire for covering me there, Eliza. Total pleasure. And it came down hard, didn't it? So Mm. um, I'm glad you're feeling better. Yes, me too. No fun, the spicy cough. That's all from us. Have a good Wednesday. We will be back with you tomorrow. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.